This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. This Irish man stands with America. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Good afternoon, America. Thank you so much for tuning into the Freedom's Disciple podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Dunn, as always. I hope you are having a very restful and blessed Saturday or whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to this podcast. I hope you're having a great time getting ready for Christmas. Um, Hopefully the Christmas joy is starting to hit you. I know it's starting to hit me and I'm actually excited to be off for a few days. Before we get today's show started, I actually have a request for anybody out there. Um, To anyone who's listened to this show, to anyone who's read my writings or follows me on social media, I hope knows or gets a glimpse into my mindset, into how I see the world going and what I try and stand for, and knows that I want to speak out. Well, in January, I am traveling to both New York City and Texas um, to meet some people, to meet some friends, to meet some family, and also down in Texas to go um, hopefully some to do some hunting. That being said, it's not a social trip. Um, I am hoping and I need your help. I want to do some speaking while I'm there. So if there is any Tea Party groups, Libertarian groups, any political groups um, that would have me, any churches, any colleges, schools, anywhere that you think um, might be interested in hearing an Irishman talk about the history of your country, about faith, about principles, uh, in particular the journey ahead, um, please send me a message on Twitter um, and hopefully we can we can sort something out. Um, I speak for free. Um, I don't believe in charging for speeches. Um, now is not the time to make money. Now is the time to stand and do the right thing. Um, I'm on Twitter, at Freedom Disciple. Drop me a mail or you can contact me through my website. Uh, www.freedomsdisciple.com send me a message or leave me a comment even under the the comment uh, the podcast on SoundCloud and I'll get back to you uh, I want to really get out there the time is critical the time for principles is right now and with that I want to talk to you about what's happening in your country since the last time we've spoken. We are at a crossroads. I keep speaking about how we are at a Y in the road. How we have, on so many levels, we have the path to freedom or the path to tyranny. The path to freedom and the path to freebies. The path to nature or God's law and the path to man's law. There are many paths and it's time to choose which one we want to go for. The time to choose and act accordingly is now on which way you want to go. I firmly believe there is no middle road anymore. There is no moderate centrist road. It's one or the other. And it's time for us to choose individually and as a collective which path we travel. San Bernardino. San Bernardino. First off, to annoy a certain liberal establishment, I send my prayers to the families involved. I pray for the victims. There are establishments out there who think God can't fix this. It's not a question of whether he can or he can't, because he very much can. 
the question is are we going to stand with him and as he helps us fix it but the one thing I found interesting about that headline was yet again the liberal mindset saying you can't change anything not even God can fix it the liberal mindset or the mindset of the left or the statist is to always put everyone down because you need me I'm gonna do it for you I can fix this God can't fix this situation but if you elect me as a politician I'll fix it it's always to dehumanize and to make other feel people they can't make a difference so San Bernardino I think and this is just me we need to change our outlook we need to change our outlook because what's happening right now in in America and, and throughout the world as well and um, because terrorism and the utopian mindset is traveling and spreading at a very quick rate is it's too easy to feel anger quite honestly today it's so easy to get pissed off you look around today and just give, let me give you a recent example because they happen within a week of each other it's too easy to look at the rhetoric of how the quote-unquote planned parenthood shooting took place and how the rhetoric of the right and the pro-life message caused that attack and then we have the terrorist attack or is it workplace violence or is it just some dispute or is it just a horrific shooting where the gun is the almighty bad guy and Wayne Lapierre of the NRA is the terrorist. It's too easy to sit back and contrast both of them and how the media responded to them and say, and get angry and point it out. It's too easy to criticize President Obama. It's too easy. It's obvious. The mask is coming undone. He's weak. He's spineless. It's too easy to criticize Congress. It's too easy to say, well, the GOP are warmongers and they haven't got a plan and the Democrats are, Democrats are weak and they don't understand terrorism. It's obvious. It's too easy to blame the media, the mainstream media. Because I got news for you, in case you don't know. No one's watching. No one's listening. No one cares about the quote unquote mainstream media anymore. The world we live in is changing. It's too easy to get annoyed at these and to point out the simple things. What we need to do or sorry, what I'm going to try and do and what I have tried to do for all on this podcast and, and prior to it is to try and point out the principles the principles behind the rhetoric and to ask principle questions for you to find out where you stand on the issues because if you want to play the political game there are plenty of shows out there for you well just vote Republican and none of these things will happen yes they will Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats or we need a certain person as president that, that could help but the bottom line is the responsibility is yours and I believe we need to choose the hard path of talking principles not to media not to politicians, but to the grassroots. Let me tell you some of those principles that we need to, and the debates, no matter where you stand on them, where we need to have right now. Look at the inner cities of America 
and look at the history of the democratic rule. Look at all the promises the Democratic Party has made in our cities. Places like Detroit. And look at the end result. Actually, it's not really the end result because there is no end to utopia. It just keeps going and going and going and going. You never actually reach it. Look at the safe haven they've given, the sanctuary cities. If you lived in a sanctuary city right now and you were saying, I don't care where you've come from or whether you came here illegally or not, you're welcome in our city. How would you feel if you were a taxpayer? This isn't out to get games, this is to ask principal questions. I see some of the Republicans, including the likes of Marco Rubio and Chris Christie, who are now talking about, well, you know, the problem that we have right now in America is that there's, there's reckless Republicans. I think I heard the word reckless used loads of times in the last two days. Um, with the, for towards Rad, uh, Rand Paul and Ted Cruz because they dared vote against the NSA these attacks are a failure of government the NSA, the TSA and the visa system you're collecting all this data did it stop it? what did it achieve? You have all this bulk collection of metadata and data and all these other types of data. I'm not a tech guy, I apologise. What did it stop? What did it do? The TSA. You're supposed to screen people coming in. What did you do? The visa system. I refuse to use these people's names. Just to... Out of just out of spite to not give them any more publicity, but the the female, the wife, went through the visa system, and she radicalized him. That's a failure yet again of the visa system. Throughout this whole discussion. And I could go on. It is a failure of government at pretty much every level. But yet, what do the media want us to talk about? They want us to, well, first of all, it goes without saying, we all need to be politically correct. You know, because this isn't, all, not all Muslims are bad. And this isn't terrorism. This is, you know, just an act of terror. They want us to talk about guns. They want us to talk about giving politicians more and more power. And as you sell your the, that power to the politicians, you're becoming more and more dependent. And you hope that the check is cashed, that you get that more bit more of security. You feel that bit safer. The time for now the time is now to start changing the debate and stop letting the media that no one watches drive the agenda. The agenda is to talk about principal questions. Let's have a substantive debate on the NSA, on the TSA, on the visa system, on gun control, on politicians' rule of tyranny over the people and to chart a new course where there is freedom and responsibility but when it comes to anger because I get it, I, I feel it I, I feel the anger, I, I get it myself terror has become this year alone terrorism has become the new norm. You watch it on the screens. But where else is there to anger? It's too easy to be angry at just politicians. I can be angry at my Christian brothers and sisters. 
who still want a purity test who want this test of well you know I'll only hang around with certain religions yeah I know they might be Christian or they might claim to be Christian but I'm only going to hang around with a few you know so you know, I'll, I'm a Catholic and I'll only hang around with Catholics and I'm a Protestant and I'll only hang around with a Protestant and, you know the only thing we can agree on is those Mormons are totally weird I'm sick and tired of how my Christian brothers and sisters treat my Jewish brothers and sisters. How some today think and preach it from the pulpit as well. Israel is an evil nation. That Israel isn't God's country and the Jews aren't his people. I'm sick and tired of the debates some of my conservative friends have in public it's all about getting someone elected it's all about just the next election we never spend any time actually debating the substance we just debate all I just want to win is win I just want to win that election just if you just get me so-and-so in the White House or or this person as speaker or this we need to get uh, control of Congress it's always about the next election. We always have to win and we never debate it. I'm not saying you should agree with every position I have, but where are the debates? When when do we debate things to find out if we're actually right or if we're wrong? I'm sick of and tired of people putting their personal interests over principles. I live in a country that is filled with people putting their personal interests over principles. I live in a country and I see America following suit where you put your politics over your principles. Maybe I'm just, I don't know, getting older, I long for a different day, but I long find myself longing for the days where honour actually meant something. Where your principles were eternal. Where you could say a principle and it didn't matter what colour you were, what religion you were, what age you were. A principle was eternal. It was the same for everyone. Now today it's, well, I don't know. Are they, are they a Democrat? Are they an atheist? Are they a Muslim? And we have to load up these answers to principles of with loads of preconditions well if it's a man it's one thing if it's a woman it's something else oh they're rich they're part of the one percent ah yeah screw them they don't have any rights just yeah whatever we want but if they're poor they're somehow noble and they all they have extra rights i long for the days where principles were everything and not everyone will follow principles because there's always going to be good and evil but where we actually had an understanding of what was important. An understanding of this is built out of stone, out of rock. Whereas today everything is built out of stone or out of sand. And the storms are coming. The storm is here. And we just flail around. We just go with the tide. The tide comes in. And our principles have gone out into the ocean. i got to take a quick break, America. I hope you'll stick with me as I deep in, dig deeper into these attacks and to try and highlight a new path forward. I'll be right back. Freedom versus freebies. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn. On the Blaze Radio Network. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. 
This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. As always, I'm on Twitter. Um, I haven't been active lately, but it's been a crazy time of year for me. But I'm on Twitter at Freedom Disciple. Um, if you disagree with anything I said or you have a comment, um, send me a message, send me a tweet. Um, if it's something you want to he- see, if you want the show to be about, if you have suggestions, please let me know and um, I'll look at it and see if I can add something to the dialogue. I want to finish off what I was saying in the first segment. We have two roads ahead of us, the easy road and the hard road. I highlighted what the easy road looks like. We can just continue on the path we're on, blaming politicians, focusing on elections. When the media does a bad job calling it out. Or we can go the hard road. Or the road that I believe will yield the most answers. And that is true your people. I asked a question a couple of weeks ago, maybe it was last week or two weeks ago. What arguments do we win on the grassroots level? What arguments do we win? What principles are without question in the grassroots? Can you tell me, forget politicians and forget media, can you tell me the amount of people you think actually know why Obamacare is a bad thing? By the way, in case you missed it, the GOP had another show vote and it was in the Senate this time repealing Obamacare. Have we won the argument on why Obamacare is not a good thing? And forget the emotion attached to it, whether it's Obamacare, public health care, whether it's the NHS in England, or whether it's the NS, uh, the Health Service Board in Ireland, or in any other country, France. Have we won the argument why socialised medicine is not a good thing? Have we won the argument on why privatised health care is the answer? That it brings down costs, that increase availability? That it gives, removes barriers to, to entry. When do we win the arguments over the IRS? We live in a generation, whether you like it or not, that is going to have to start to speak. To quote Bonhoeffer, silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Now we can get angry and get pissed off about all the things that are going on in the world or we can start winning the arguments because there's too many arguments to be won today that we cannot afford to have our attention diverted and let me tell you some of the arguments that we need to to win and because I spoke about a terrorist attack I'm going to talk about Islam First, it is time to call evil out for what it is. We are having many problems in the world right now. It is clear for everyone to see. It is about Islam. It is about Islamic radicals bringing in a global caliphate with the advancement of Sharia. We need to address it. But how do you address it? Well, you can talk about overcoming terrorism. You can talk about overcoming the Islamic State. But for me, this is boils down to one simple question. It's liberty versus tyranny. It's freedom or oppression. It's time to start speaking out. Islam is clearly a problem. We have to call out evil when we see it. It was the communists in the Cold War in Russia. It was the Nazis in World War II. It was, from an American point of view, it was 
the British Empire at the time of your founding. We must call out evil as it's when we see it. When we see it, say something. Now there is a fear today that you might get loads of attention. You might be called a bigot. You might be called a racist. You might be called any other collection of names that you get called. But that's what they want. They want us silent. They want us compliant. We must address the Islamo-Nazis and overcome them. What else do we need to overcome? I think we need to overcome PC. I find it ironic that your first amendment in the constitution talks about free speech. Yet everyone today talks about politi politically correct speech. What is politically correct speech? It's a bunch of politicians getting together saying you can't say that and then the media pushing that agenda. That goes against the very tenet of your first amendment. How many people today win the argument on screw politically correct speech? Next point. Second Amendment and the right to self-defense. I don't want to go over all ground. I spoke about guns a couple of weeks ago. But we must make the argument of why the Second Amendment is so critical. The right to self-defense. You go on and you do any Google search and you see terrorism in the United States and around the world. It's gotten quicker and quicker and more and more events are happening. Just look at this year, the Garland event with Pamela Geller, the Charlie Hebdo attacks, the terrorist attacks again in Paris, and now this attack in San Bernardino. We need to send a loud message to anyone who believes in tyranny that we will not break, we will not bend, we will not cower in fear, but we will offer the torch of liberty, that we will offer the torch of freedom and show a new way. I want you to, I would ask you to think of something. There's a famous Christian um, sermon and it's a short one and it's about you know being a Christian and the point of it is that you know if you go to heaven and you're meeting your maker God and or St. Peter depending on what religion you have and it's a court case and the court case is, is I'll use for me is Jonathan a Christian and the old sermon is that says gee I hope there's enough evidence in my lifetime that says yes I am I would ask you to take some time out this weekend and ask yourself what type of person do I want to be and then ask yourself some very hard frank and honest questions and say if that was put against me would I be guilty would I be innocent or would it be a mistrial or could would it be a split a hung jury if I'm going to be accused of something, especially of something being a Christian, I hope to God, when that verdict is read out, it's guilty. I would ask you to think about what you want to be, whether that's Christian, and if you're an atheist, the same point. Do you want to be a good guy? Do you want to be a pro-life guy, a liberty guy for the individual, to be a better person, to be a good neighbour? to be a good Christian, to be a good Jew, to be a good Muslim. Are you guilty? Or is this still up for discussion? I gotta take another quick break, America. I hope you'll stick with me. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.
Buck Sexton. I'll have this argument with anyone all day long. I'm not saying you can't enjoy college sports and watch it and everything else. I'm talking about from an administrative point of view, what the universities focus on. Sports are out of control. That's what I'm saying. And you see, I always digress into this because it bothers me almost as much as the giant pothole in front of my apartment years ago in New York that the city of New York refused to fill. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I want to continue on today's show by talking about principles and answering a question that is getting a lot of spotlight attention in the media due to um, comments by a presidential candidate. Whether or not America should stop um, should stop Muslims being allowed to immigrate to America. First of all, I, I always find it comical when the reaction to potential statements like these. Why I find it comical is, especially in today's world, where you have people like Paul Ryan, Barack Obama, what's his name? Mr. Ernest, I can't remember his first name, the, the White House Secretary, Press Secretary, thinking they're more than they actually are. They forget they're just one person. And their opinion counts the same as yours or someone else's or mine. In that they speak for American. They go, well, you know, comments like this are, you know, should disqualify you from running for president or, you know, the, these are not American or it goes against our traditions. And as if they have some more moral authority than anyone else. I find it, I actually find it very sad and very frustrating, but there's another part of me finds it very funny because the ego and the, the, just the ego of it, um, to have such a, a big opinion of yourself, I, I do find sad, but I also find it, find it funny. And I usually laugh at these because politicians today are the biggest bunch of morons going. But I want to answer the principle behind it. But before I do that, this is this question highlights the problem we have in society today. We no longer talk about principles or can have and try and talk about principles and have an honest discussion because we bring emotions to the to the question, to the conversation whether they're far to make our point or whether against our point. So the minute you say, should Muslims, before you've even finished your sentence, there are people who will say, go against the Muslim because they just don't like them. Or they will. there will be people who are very pro-Muslim and they'll be have a, a positive view. Or there will be people who won't care. Or there will be people who will feel they have to defend them because they think Muslims get a raw deal. The minute you use a word like that, like Muslim, it's bringing an emotion to a question. And when you're talking about principles, principles are supposed to be eternal, built in stone, built on foundations. There is no place or no room for emotion when you're discussing principles. By the way, in case for those who think, well, did John just say Muslims is an emotive word? It's the exact same as the NRA. It's the exact same as Planned Parenthood. We bring the emotions either far to make our point or to go against our point to a principle discussion. And therefore, there can be very rarely will there be common ground found. So here's the question as I see it, to lay out the principled case. Is it okay for America to judge on the grounds of religion the immigration status of a person? What principle does that do? Now, right now, 
I think, and this is just my opinion, you could make a very solid argument, and one I would support, of America shutting its borders totally for all immigration. That is a very logical point of view, and one I actually support, even though it could potentially, it does potentially hurt me personally. The principle behind it is sound, especially not because of terrorism or not because of ISIS, because of illegal immigration. You keep taking in more and more people. Yes, you have undocumented workers, illegal aliens, whatever term you want to use. To stop the, that tide is a totally logical argument. However, stopping it on the grounds of a religion is a very dangerous precedent to start. Because if you say we're not going to let any Muslims in and that gets passed and it stops what's to stop it in the future? What's to stop a person who is like Obama but ten times worse with the same or more disdain for Christians to say yeah we don't want any Christians in in our nation what's the and because I'll be fair and attack both sides what's to stop a really really bad Christian say you know what we don't want any atheists that is the question the other question you have to ask yourself is and this never gets asked or gets discussed what are the grounds or what do you think the grounds should be for stopping someone entering in America is it totally reasonable and principled and noble to say you know what anyone who comes into our country that doesn't expect respect our rule of law won't be let in sure it's the same for white black Muslim Hispanic Christian atheist you don't respect our rule of law you're not welcome I think that's totally reasonable do you think it's totally reasonable for a country to say if you don't come in if you come into our country we are a constitutional republic and the constitution is the law of the land and any other laws are inferior do you think that's totally reasonable to say? I think it is therefore anyone who believes in a, a supreme law like Sharia you know, don't go to America go to another country there are plenty of countries out there who love Sharia do you think it's totally reasonable for a country to say I don't know we don't want any criminals so if you've got a criminal past you know offences like murder rape assault you're not welcome in our country is that a reasonable principled way to go about it we are and this is just my opinion we are tackling the issues so wrong right now but here's why I'm even more troubled because I see a lot of people saying yeah absolutely stop Muslims no Muslims allowed it goes against in my opinion two very important tenets of American history but also principles I believe in one goes it goes against innocent until proven guilty you're innocent until you're proven guilty guilt by association is not guilt just because I happen to be Muslim and that terrorist happened to be Muslim doesn't mean I, I am guilty of something secondly and equally as troubling it goes against the very tenets of individualism that your nation was founded on it's all about the individual not the collective if you want to judge it against the collective then maybe 
you want to look at the other opposition because that's what they do they see everything as a collective not the individual can I understand why people might say they want to do it or they support the policy absolutely I, I, I get the frustration I do It's frustration is one of the easiest things to feel it's totally natural and totally understandable however how you respond to that frustration is key do you respond and lash out and put your personal interests over your principles I think it's time to ask the tough questions I'm not here telling you what you should do or how you should feel I'm going to ask the questions and you're going to find out the answers by asking yourself if you choose to but I do believe very strongly that if we are to get back to talking about principles we need to ask principle questions with no emotion either positive or negative because if a principle is worth defending or worth discussing it can do so on its own merits it doesn't need emotion added to it to make you feel one way or the other and when you find out those principles they're something to be built on and then you start winning arguments and then you start changing hearts and minds because that is the key to changing America there is no legislation or regulation to fix America right now that's not how you win that's not how the America won at your founding it wasn't how you won the Civil War and it wasn't how you it wasn't what Martin Luther King wanted what does change is hearts and minds if we share our message to enough people in a positive way and we actually live and believe that message 100% we will change hearts and minds our principles of freedom, of liberty, of individualism they're better than any other principles that you can find what are you telling me there are people out there who goes yeah I'd much prefer tyranny over liberty I'd much prefer the collective over the individual I don't know those people I gotta take one more quick break America I hope you'll stick with me as I want to discuss one last topic with you that is very important I'll be right back this is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network The migrants, until you know they're safe, then you are ipso facto going to be keeping out people who are 90 to 95 percent Muslim. So someone who crudely says no Muslims in the United States until we have this figured out is crudely saying exactly the same thing that you and I believe. Jay Severin. Weekdays, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope today's show has made you think, has made you question your outlook going forward and increased your resolve to overcome these issues that we have. Before I get to to close the show, I just want to give you a bit of inside baseball. Um... This is the last podcast of 2015, barring a major, major event. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off for Christmas. Um, I have to get ready for my trip stateside, so I'm going to take some time off. Christmas is always a busy time of year in the job I'm in, so I'm going to take a couple of weeks off, recharge, and then start back up in the new year. 2016 is going to be a big year. It's going to be an important year for America. And it's one that I'm determined to to serve and make a better year 
for your country. Your country deserves it. Your people deserve it. As I said at the start of the show, I'm traveling to both Texas and New York in January um, for over two weeks. So if there's places you'd like me to speak, um, I speak for free, um, please get in touch and I can send you details. Uh, I can speak for as long as you want or as little as you want. I just want to get the message out there. The message for liberty and principles is right now. But to finish today's show and this show off for the year, I believe 2016 is going to be very important. And the folks who have an agenda and who are spreading tyranny are going to want to dehumanize you as much as possible. Their ultimate aim is to make you feel useless. To make you feel like you don't matter. To make you feel you can't really change anything. I want you to look back. And just look around today. And look at all the advancements we've made as society. That give you the potential to change the world in incredible ways. Just look at some of the technology advancements that we have. You know, you want to change the world. It is easier than it has ever been before. You know, you have a story. If you had a story, let's say, of a couple of months ago, probably a year ago, probably, Russia starting to be on the move again for Crimea. If the mainstream media didn't tell that story, it didn't get told. Today we have countless outlets dedicated to the news that actually have a bigger readership, bigger listenership in many cases than what we call the mainstream media. Look at the impact of how how far your message can go. Whether that's writing for one of these great publications or great websites, whether that's doing podcasts, or whether it's just simply going onto Facebook and telling what you see. How many of these posts do you see year on year that just go viral, giving an account of something? I was there. You have unlimited potential of the people you can listen to, that you can reach, that you can share your message to. This is all based around you as an individual wanting to do something. You can do anything you want. You can help in any way you want. But today, you don't need the mainstream media. You don't need the traditional news sources or the traditional way of doing things. We live in a new world. And you can reach tens of thousands, millions of people with the right message. But I'd like to go even further. You think back of any war that has been fought. What was the job of the civilians? How did they take the attack to an enemy? Well, they fought. They produced bullets. But there was always kind of countries going against it. An evil person or an evil country or an evil empire or an evil regime you can have a positive opinion or you can have a negative opinion but you look at the likes of Anonymous waging war on ISIS can you, you can have a I'm not saying whether they're good or bad that's for you to decide and that's for a conversation for another day but to have that capability that says I see your evil I want to help change it and stop it. And to be able to do that from the comfort of your own home only strengthens the message of the individual. There is no limit in life. The only limit you have is the box you put yourself in or that you think is around you. But it's a myth. There is no box. There is no label, unless you want there to be.
it's time to understand the world we live in has unlimited potential it truly will be what we make it will we spread a message of freedom and choose that right road choose freedom choose individual choose principles or will we just be silent will we comply and just let the leeches of society bring us down the wrong road towards that totalitarian utopian fantasy that does not exist the choice is yours just remember not to speak is to speak not to act is to act I want to wish you all a very happy Christmas I hope you have enjoyed this year's shows I know I've enjoyed them I've learned a lot we're, I'm going to be making some changes to the show in the new year. Um, those updates will come in the new year. It's, it's gonna. I'm gonna do more than I've ever done before going forward in 2016. 2016 is another critical year for your nation, and I want to help. I need to help. But when it's Christmas, I hope you spend it with your loved ones, with your kids, with your wife, with your husband with your parents, grandparents, family, friends. Share the joy. Christmas is a time for giving, not receiving. Share with people. Share your happiness. Share your joy. And share your hope. Because Jesus Christ is here. I want to salute the police, the firefighters, the emergency personnel and your vets, the true heroes of society who do a thankless job and always want to do more. And lastly, I salute you, the great American people. Thank you for everything you do and everything you're going to do to make your country and the world a better place. Happy Christmas and here's to a superb 2016. God bless and God bless America. Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. The Blaze Radio Network.